Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is March 1st. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I am doing great. It is a first of the month recording. That means everybody everybody tuning into this, I think is going to have a great March. I mean, Things look. are falling into place already. It's just the start and everything's in place. Why are they falling into place? You got your passport? Well, that happened in no, February. It's just the first of the first of the month, you know. I gotta be this. Nothing's yeah, this gone wrong yet. This isn't some overly peppy drive time radio bit, but come on, we made it to March when the first of the month falls on a Friday. That feels like a doubly good thing. It's also it's Friday. Put a little <laughs> extra, extra exclamation point. I'm far from somebody to put extra pep into anything. The exclamation points become a scourge. But hey, attack that day, people. You got a great little Friday, and March is the start of, I don't know, a little bit of worm, a little bit of golf season. The Masters draws nigh. We've got a players. Like, hey, we made it to March. I'm very excited this Friday morning or Thursday night whenever we're recording this. I was uh, I was making a little playlist. I am, uh, I'm running for a long time on Sunday, and I was making a playlist. And I was laughing as I was making this playlist. It was just like, you know, I was going back in time. One of the things that prompted it was me and you started talking about the song, the, the great old Duffel Bag Boy song. <laughs> <laughs> and it sparked my, uh, you know, I decided to just go off, you know, make my own playlist. But I was laughing because there were numerous songs that made this playlist by Akon. <laughs> no songs. By Post Malone. Oh, God. I can't imagine running to Post Malone. I just immediately start breaking down and disgust, just irritation. You just, that's not going to put any extra juice. Posty, and boost Posty in your... didn't make the, make the playlist. Good. Put March Madness on there for my uh, future. That seems like a good one. Oh, apropos, right? There you yeah. go. Get a little pep in your step. Yeah. Good luck with your run for a long time, whatever that may be or whatever you're doing. Um, just running. We'll, we'll all right all right just take it a run maybe put a sticker on the back of your car when you're no, done we'll no see. stickers, no stickers. <laughs> you've been very low-key about this and not thirsty or or look at me um hey a couple orders of business at this top here we got to shout out new pro shop stuff i'm sorry you know one hand doesn't know what the other's doing here our pro shop i should have been keeping up i took a spin around it the other night we, the quote in the top of the pro shop says back to basics. Like we have like your tried and true bread and butter, whatever kind of cliche you want to use. We got some really good stuff in there. Honestly, to my mind, we have the OG. Hat. What's that? I think we should need one of those sun protection hats for, uh, for Ireland. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, we have the OG Shotgun Start logo, red, with the uh, the Beedratty Liam pocket polo. The Regal color. For my money, the Liam Regal, that's like their core OG product. They've got a bunch that's of good, good ones shirt. they spun up. But it is like, it's like the Cowboys helmet or whatever. The Red Sox hat. Like that is like a, a kind of a staple that I would highly Highly recommend. We got some real OG stuff, Proctor hoodies in there, some kind of straightforward, real basic hats. And basic, I mean, in the classiest, kind of sharpest way. Uh, so go to the pro shop, Friday. Even, even hats for big hats. We got some actual hats. Yeah. Oh, people always ask about that. Nice. Nice. Some I like visors, the bucket. Good Friday golf bucket there with the red stripe on it. So a lot of good dratty stuff in there. So proshop.friday.com. Elsewhere, cleaning up some news. 
Uh, this comes courtesy of Sanford Moore. I thought this was interesting. Apparently, there's a 42%, 42.8% chance that you record on the first of a month every single month. Does that make sense? Every single month you start the month, there's almost a 43% chance that you're going to have a first of the month because we record three times I, a week. Is I that think, what he's getting at? I think that that number needs to be audited. We'll have data golf look feels, into that feels one. feels like it's more like a 10% chance. I don't think we have a lot, a lot of first of the month recordings. Judging by becoming a dumb little bit here. Last but not least, do people. Why do people have to ruin Christmas? You know, like that's why is it ruining it? I don't need to know the percentage. I don't need to know it's a 50 50 chance that we record. That kind of ruins that's, ruins the whole thing. I mean, 43 makes you one of the best three point shooters of all time. You're, you're maybe the best. I don't know. Try, he's trying head. to kill my enthusiasm for first of the month. No, 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 no That's enthusiasm. That's what it feels like. Your enthusiasm should like. be should be boosted by the opportunity for more and the opportunity that's out there ahead of us. Uh, and then last but not least, footage of a bear rumbling around. Three-legged bear, nonetheless. Might have got caught in the trap going around the 15th <laughs> hole there. Maybe that's 16th. why the trap's not really the that's trap why. anymore. I mean, if they want to do a real statue, they should chop one of the legs off that bronze thing they got, you know, growling there in the middle of those holes. Uh, a three-legged bear rumbling around Florida. So to answer your question, there are bears in Florida. Uh, I don't know if they're naturally occurring or, or someone, you know, got out of someone's, you know, basement or whatever, but three-legged bear, just to confirm that. Um, all right, let's do a little whip around Friday. Where do you want to start? The match ratings, Andy? Let's Bad. start there. Doo-doo. They were good. I don't think lowest ever. I gotta say the promo. I don't think was very good for this one. Okay, fine. Uh, Five hundred eleven thousand combined that viewers between said, TNT, True TV, Headline News. I want to know who went to Headline News. So looking for Nancy Grace or something, and you watched the match. I want to know who watched on Headline News. I mean, that uh, being said, it's Monday night. I feel like this is. I, it probably isn't a win for everything that they put into it. But in terms of golf for a Monday night, some 500,000 people engaged with golf on a Monday night that usually don't engage with golf on Monday nights because golf doesn't exist on Monday nights. It's five. It's 35% down from the last one, which was Mahomes, Kelsey, Curry, and Clay. Stephen Clay. That was in the summer, though, right? Different time random, of year. Yeah, could have been a yeah random like Tuesday night or something like that. Yeah, definitely in the summer. Um so I, I don't know what it says. Do, do just golfers alone? Can they not carry it anymore? Non-Tiger golfers? did I don't know. Was a promo not enough? But it was the lowest ever. Um, that said, I don't know that it's worth scrapping the whole thing, you know. But you got to figure out how to thread that needle of more mainstream appeal and kind of a, a quality I, and entertaining golf product. I will say that using numbers as your basis of whether something was successful is totally idiotic stupid it is you know that's how you get these hollowed out media outlets that are just using website traffic it's like well yeah sure like you could get a bunch of search traffic that never comes back to your website or you could build deeper connections with the people that did watch and from my two cents as a core golf fan, that was a better match than really since like Tom Brady split his pants. That was the high point. Him winning, running wins. Prince. I don't think any match will ever compare to that one for me. <laughs> I mean, that was when also the, in a pandemic. When Phil with got, no bo- sports. Phil no got sports bodied going. by Peyton Manning on the front nine. <laughs> Just taken to the woodshed. That was the high watermark for the match. But yeah. this this like started to restore my faith back in the match. Yeah, I think it's you. a really silly pursuit to judge everything based off the numbers. Because yeah. what there would be way better numbers to look at, like how this is the rating, how long were those people that watched engaged with the product? That to me would be more important than sheer number. I mean, for Whatever. We don't need it. Yeah. Yes. You want to talk to real people on the other side. You want to, you want to have for advertisers sake, you want to have staying power. You don't want empty calorie 
content that just jumps from one to the next and nobody comes in one door and out the next three seconds later, in my opinion. We've done this for a long time, both you and I and content. Yes, I, I get totally get what you're playing saying to judge it a success or failure based off the rating is stupid it did not have a a large mainstream appeal though if you're going on tv rating i agree with you that doesn't reflect its quality or or worthiness of continuing i told somebody this last night i did an interview for another podcast um and when i started uh the fried egg podcast the thing that i used to to do the podcast the the website didn't even give me listeners. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. I, I had no way of knowing how many people listened. And for two years, I didn't know at all how many people listened. And it's I kind of a nice that, experience. It can be yeah. corrosive knowing. Exactly. If you, you are constantly audience. obsessed yeah. with numbers, yep. you're not, you're focused on what's delivering numbers and not necessarily what's the best, best podcast product. It might also lead to some some unscrupulous behavior where people start cooking their numbers, podcasts, yeah. YouTube channels, websites start just making up their numbers for advertisers and, and not thinking about their relationship with their real listener. Who knows, though? Um, anyways, that's the match ratings. Continuing on, uh, while we're doing match stuff, Rory made waves, made waves in his press conference on, was it Tuesday or Wednesday? A, he had a pretty graceful Talor, don't call me Taylor answer. How he about said, that? He blamed the media, which is always what you could do. It's easy to win everybody. <laughs> Blame the media. You know, they twisted and turned his quote, and everybody jumps on with that one. Every time, you know, they twisted and turned his quote. If you read the whole context, which is like, I'm, I'm kidding. Like, we're doing this full swing thing right now. I have a quote in there that's pulled out of context. I didn't know where it came from. I don't know if it's from this podcast, but it felt like I, I felt like for a second, like the tour pro who was like talking shit about somebody, but not really. And, and the larger context was lost. And all of a sudden I got at, you know, the, the tour pro gets aggregated to the hilt. This is a very, very minor example of that. But I felt like, that, you what better the hell? hope that tour That's pro doesn't said. address you as sir down the line. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but anyways, I, I did like Rory trying to just rally support by blaming the, the people who, who maybe, you know, incorrectly didn't provide the full context. Then he also said, but, you know, Joaquin Neiman, I just played with him. He worked for it. And Talor, don't call me Taylor, hasn't. Or oh, we don't know if we can say the same. So uh, people seem to rally around that answer and appreciate that. He did not come back was sort of medium at the bottom there, talking about the asterisk stuff. Uh, but also notably in that press conference, he joked, maybe? I don't know. Joked about going to live. People brought up the Chubby Chandler stuff we mentioned on Wednesday's podcast. Um, and said Chubby, he kind of like f- made this oblique reference to maybe Chubby knows something. I was like, well, he started at like 80% and then went down to 10%. He's like, well, maybe it's somewhere in the middle. And I think people were just more confused by this. Some were maybe freaked out. I watched the video. I saw the transcript first. Then I watched the video. Felt like he was probably just effing around. I, I would think he is infamously said, I think this was after the merger. If Liv were the last place to play golf on earth, I would retire. Uh, maybe he doesn't think that way anymore. The situation's evolved. Maybe that speaks to the depth of how annoyed he is with the way things have progressed or the way things, the people who are power of the, the board or whatever it is, maybe. I don't know that, that he would consider live, but he certainly got people's attention, either dicking around or being serious. I have no idea. What do you think? Um, I think I, I, I probably would agree with you that he's, he's, it seems like he might be perturbed with everything going on and you know i was thinking about this is is isn't this kind of how phil phil's dance started where he was kind of trying to get stuff changed i always go back to that that first phil's freedom fighter i always go back to this the match where the tour shook down tiger and phil for that million bucks yeah, no, that was certainly a, a during part of COVID, it. and I yep. feel like that. No, but 
Yeah, but during COVID. You're right. But even the first one, like the yeah. whatever it was, Shadow Creek from there the on. The Shadow Creek one. Blessing that one. Yeah. And, and I, I just think... Good. I think the... Um, if I'm if I'm tour leadership, if I'm involved, I I don't know if I'm necessarily ex- worried about Rory going right now. But that being said, like how how much do you want to do this dance? And what do things look like if he's not there? How like you know? What's the world? We just saw John Rom leave, and it it had drastically altered the calculus i think he's not leaving you think I he's just, gonna leave i, you think I he's just don't even dance with them don't even a, do this dance i that's my point it's like what yeah. what are what are we doing here like yeah this is this is probably the one guy that you absolutely cannot lose what is the dance i would argue not- that you could lose tiger before you could lose rory at this point because Tiger mm-hmm. could probably only play four times in a year. Okay. Maybe. There's a symbolic. There is a symbolic. I that. think you could argue that could be an argued point. Okay. But the fact that it's even an argument, when you think about the greater turf, the turf war going on here, if you got the two, the two big dogs... You can't lose one of the two big dogs. Yeah. So, and I don't know, maybe the two big dogs aren't seeing eye to eye on things, right? Two big dogs being Tiger and Rory is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it seems like Webb, it, it's interesting. I, did I, you see I those just, Webb? Did you yes. see those Webb comments? Like, yes. it seems like Webb, is like, more in line with what Rory's thinking. Let's get and the then, piff done. Let's get yeah. the piff. That just so we're we haven't really said what they might be. This like Rory seems to clearly want. Let's stop screwing around. Bring the piff in. Get this deal done. Whereas others have said, "Oh, we don't need the piff." I think Spieth has said that on the record. So that's just so we. I think most people probably know that. But just to be clear, and Go just ahead. and then if the piff doesn't get done, this is just going to keep happening. So yep. I think that's that's kind of the struggle, but what why are we doing a dance? I because as you've said several times, or I we've said on this pod like the people in charge are PJ Tour pros and they're maybe not the best business managers. They're also headstrong. There's also varied opinions. There's many of them. Um, right? I mean that's what it boils down to. We've got board members, several of them that have differing viewpoints. Some of them in Patrick Cantlay, who obviously is, is, is sort of can't be placated on several matters. And, and it doesn't seem super willing to listen to, you know, uh, outside arguments kind of set in his ways, but yeah, that's the, then hence we have a dance. There's no real strong central authority. It's certainly not Jay. You know, and and so that's the tour's weakness and has been. So my one of the things that I keep wondering about, has there been a live player that has said anything about wanting to come back? Like this it seems like the I mean, sticking point is how to treat oh, live players coming back. I see what you're saying. And I think Rob has talked whole, about it. Rom said he would play PJ tour events if he could and DP world tour events if he could, but yes, I don't think you've been had people like I want back on the PGA tour. I'm done. So, and I, and I think some of it probably is like the same press isn't going to live, but you go to the PGA tour events and all, all anybody's talking about is what to do to live players. You know, what, what, uh, what penalty, you know, it's like they're a 10 year old that, you know, that left the, left the, uh, back door open one night you know how to ground them sit on the steps <laughs> for four minutes think, think about what, so you've what we done. do in my house you gotta, you gotta go to the steps so so it's like that's all the all the tours talking about and meanwhile like this is just a casual observation but we've got we've got jetta 
none of the live guys are talking about going back to the tour. And maybe yeah. that's because they've been paid quite well and they're, you know. I think I think they're pretty thirsty, starting to get thirsty again for this majors exemptions. Like there's the, like not the main dogs, but who are exempt and usually but I think that stuff continues to be a problem. So they would like some peace that resolves the OWGR issue. Um they would like uh I think Rom might be like I joined in Christmas because I thought the deal was going to get done. And, you know, he's already annoyed at the whole scene in Vegas with the music and all that other stuff. If you're um, annoyed there, just wait for Jetta. <laughs> well, Jetta, yeah. Jetta may be more quiet. Anyways, that's that's the Rory segment. Uh, whether Rory stays or goes, whatever his future may hold, we know his past. And his past is in Hollywood, Northern Ireland. And we will be in Northern Ireland here in a week from now a week from now we'll be on terra firma in northern ireland we, we will. cannot wait we'll be we well, i think we'll probably be finished up at, at art glass we might be in an uh, art glass we're, pub we're getting some uh we, we started to get a lot of messages from people over there people have been there a lot of people who live there a lot of good recommendations you get a lot of interesting thoughts on art glass i'm not going to prejudice you with them uh but i've read a few of them i'm, I'm kind of curious to see uh, how we land on that one. But we'll be going to Newcastle area. We're going to Royal County down. Maybe, you know, like Mark Blackburn, the way they sort these things. Number one course in the world. Who knows? It's it's If it's not number one, it's number two, three, four, or 20. It's, it's very good. It's in the top bucket is what, what matters. Royal County down will be there. Two courses. Keep getting more more intel to play the other one, right? The more athlete. More recommendation to play the other course. Then we're going to go up to Port RCD having the Irish Open here this year in September. We're pumped about that. Uh, obviously, when they you get finally more, wrestled it from Mount Juliet, <laughs> they brought it down from the Mount. <laughs> they they it. brought it down from the Mount, Mount Juliet down to where the mountains meet the the sea. It's the sea, and, the Morn, I think it is. Yeah. I'm trying to do my research here. Um, if anybody has any good reading material on the area i'd be interested um any reading wrecks for that matter i just i'd like i like to read about where i'm going yeah. not about the golf course i actually don't like reading about golf courses uh -huh. but i like to read about the general area i mean you're, there's a lot of history books on on the area um yeah that maybe you could read but yes we'll be at royal county down going up to port rush site of the 25 open championship we are very pumped we got our duffel bags. The duffel bag boys are coming. We're ready for that. <laughs> our other friends, we'll see each show of those. We've got some dratty stuff coming. We got our zero restriction uh, ready to rock. We're very excited. Uh, if you want to learn more, go to ireland.com slash golf, kind of explore. We are pumped to check out the Northern Ireland. Section. You know what I heard? Port I heard Stewart. the Guinness tastes better there. Have you heard that? I mean, yeah. People say it's good Guinness. It tastes... Yes. We've got a lot of recommendations about the Guinness being good. I Knock me question. over with a feather on that one. What? Is the Guinness, you know, what's what's uh, what's the Irish equivalent to Foster's in America? Is there something? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Like Foster's, you know, the Australians all laugh about it. I mean. What's the, uh, what's the, you know. I need to think. Probably like. Uh, I need to think about this. I mean, I'm I'm 100 Irish, so I kind of never dabbled with the fake stuff. I don't know. I'm a Smittix guy. I, I, Smittix I Guinness is good. Is good. You know, I like Smittix too. But yeah, it's the time of the year. It'd be good. Good to be over there. We're pumped. Follow along. We got explorations. It's feed. It's it's launched in Spotify. We're gonna it have is. the podcast. We're gonna going. record episode one on Monday. Yeah, we're going to talk about some things in our research that like things we're pumped to see, questions to answer. One thing I'm excited about is how many people claim to know Rory or knew him or saw him when? Like, it feels like sort of a LeBron Northeast Ohio situation going on with all the wreck. Oh, I, uh, I once, you know, you know, made this t shirt for Rory and or I watched Rory 20. I knew Rory. I played with Rory 20. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how that goes, but. We'll talk about it on the Explorations feed. Subscribe to that on Spotify. Look for it. I don't know that it's totally live in Apple yet, I think but it, uh, it should be in the next day I'll or look so. it up I right couldn't now. find I'll it. I'll see if I can I, find it. Got to be honest with you. 
I searched explorations in the Apple uh, portal on my phone and it returned some uh, NC-17 sort of podcast. I don't know what was the first result when you search exploration. So <laughs> be careful good. about that. We should have <laughs> looked, looked into that before we launched it. I mean, I don't know. It was, it was, I don't know what explorations, you know, uh, triggers in the algorithm. But I'm having a little trouble searching right now. So I'm gonna, okay. I, I, got, I was hearing that, like, you know, the bad sounds from the computer when I was. Yeah, don't screw around. Don't overdo yeah. it. Don't overdo it. Um, all right. Let's get on with it. The Honda Classic. Or do you want to do AK Return? Or do you want to do Honda? You want to do Anthony Kim? Let's do Anthony Kim. We've done a little bit of Honda stuff. Anthony Kim is back. He's in front He's of come, a camera. He's coming what? to coming for the haters. God, what a terrible thing to have come up when you search explorations on Apple. What isn't it something? Audio erotica, sensual stories for intimate <laughs> exploration. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. It'll be on Apple soon. They're jamming us. I know. They're jamming us. They're jamming us. It's E-G-G-S-P-L-O-R-A-T-I-O-N-S. Look for that soon. Um, All right. Anthony Kim is back. He's he's here to prove the haters wrong. Everyone sort of ratioed that into the earth, appropriately so. Um, It's just a weird sort of victimhood to claim. And this tends to be the live uh, default button. Like they run to the corner and say they, they're, you know, just battling the haters. They're rebels. Uh, Anthony Kim, of course, the reason anyone gives a shit about this is he's been among the most revered, mysterious, beloved. Time has only, you know, enhanced that love and, and sort of amplified beyond the actual measure of his career, amplified the legend and love in the last 11 years. There are no Anthony Kim haters. Well, uh, every, nevertheless, I, that was I posted something about this, and then everybody's like, look at all the haters in the last 24 hours. It's like, so we're just going to outweigh the past 12 years for the last 24 hours. Can I say something about the last 24 hours, though, that would make me, make me a hater? I I think it's been kind of a weird sort of muted awkward bummer of a reemergence. Is that fair to say? I don't know. If live people think I'm saying that just because it's live, that's not the case. I'm just like listening to him, watching him, watching the rollout, the fact that it's happening in Jeddah and overnight. Like, I don't care if it was a DP world tour event or a live tour event. It feels like he's returning at that, shitty wgc that was in china you know the hsbc like and he feels sort of i don't know we we haven't we see him swing swing once he's talked for a minute um he looks pretty old and weathered which is what happens like uh, you know time happens after 11 years um i just feel like it's i'm pumped i'm very happy he's back i'm enthusiastic that that I get to see him play golf again. The whole thing the last like week has just felt a little sort of um I don't know, vacuous. It just it just hasn't felt super exciting or I don't know, anticipated. Is I'm that very, fair? I'm, I think there's can be two I I two true things here. I'm really excited to see him play golf. This is a guy that you know, I'm the same age as I watched, you know, play extraordinarily good in, in certain settings and was really a fun player, an infectious player to root for. I think there's also truth in. And maybe it would have been better if he'd stayed away. Because you always get to remember. Yeah, what I, he I, was. And not maybe not what he is now, but we'll see. I'm I'm not I'm, I'm not getting a little bit of that, Andy. Like you know, Emmett Smith in a Cardinals jersey, or you know, whatever. Um, 
uh, Carmelo and uh, or AI and whatever that was, the Pistons when, when he played for the Pistons. Yeah. It's just Michael Jordan in the, as a wizard. Uh, he was MJ was good. that's he was good as a wizard. That has just become a cliche. No. I know he wasn't MJ of the Bulls, but he was he it's put up like twenty some points a game. I know it felt anathema to see him in anything but a Bulls. But this isn't like we, he wasn't we traded useless. we traded MJ for Corey Benjamin. So you know. <laughs> All right. Ridiculous. I know. I understand. But there is a you make a great point. I felt the last week like eh, I'm I think happy like he's back, but there also needs to be pointed out that there's a reality that this was the only way that he was yeah. ever going to come back is live. Guaranteed. That there yeah. was no other avenue to get him back with his sad, with his situation. And I, you know, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm just talking about Anthony Kim, boy, I wish live would have been around five years ago and not, or 10 or seven years ago for Anthony Kim to come back to golf. Maybe when he was like a little bit more close to the prime AK, that we saw like, and I, I mean, it just, I, we I could be completely wrong, but physically he just does not look great. Um, he is, his, his enthusiasm seems quite muted. I don't need him to come back to like, you know, through a cloud, the smoke machine and shouting, but I, I don't know. It was, I don't know what I did. I guess I didn't know what to expect, but I, I, I didn't I don't come, know, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know. He's older, man. <laughs> we'll see. It's hard, dude. It's hard. <laughs> um, but I just watched it and I, I felt like not super great about the whole thing. Anyways, it's, it's not a very profound or articulate way to say things, but I'm happy he's back in a way. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I, you know, I don't know how much I'm going to catch um, of him. <laughs> well, yeah, it's Jetta. It's in He's the middle of the it? night. Yeah, and you know, I got, I got to do, I got to do some stuff to conserve some energy this weekend. So I, I'm probably not going to be up at, at, in the middle of the night to watch. If this was another week, I might. Yep. It, it's. It, it sucks that this is the week that they picked to like. Australia would have been a fun week for him to to start where there's people and maybe this is what he wanted though too maybe this is the best starting point for him where there's not a lot of people around not a lot of attention and he can get his feet wet yep that's fine yep all right so that's your live preview that'll be Friday what's your what's your expectation 40 40. 40.5 over under place over, over forty-eight point five over forty-seven point forty-seven point five over under. I'll go under. I mean, there's a there's a handful of guys out there that are. I think there's kinda... like, what 50, 56 players now in the field. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying DFL. Um. I think he'll be among the bottom six. Does that mean he sh- I, I can't play anymore? Or he shouldn't be in the field? No. But where are you going with that? Um, Certainly has more motivation. More motivation and concentration than a lot of those guys who are just kind of, okay, here's the next stop. We're in Jeddah. I'm just going to go out and collect the check. There's a lot of guys there that maybe aren't as motivated. To me, success for AK this week is does he string together a six to nine hole run that where yeah. he looks really good? Like a pro again. That's that's all and, and I think that needs to be the lens that you look through. Like there are gonna be idiots that laugh at if he finishes 48th but it, i mean will sal torres when he was coming back from his injury finished dead last by a mile at hero yeah. mm-hmm. um what you want to see is something some sort of ray of hope that says all right like this guy could be one of the top 100 players in the world still and i think that's a realistic kind of 
way to look at it. Maybe two top two. Could he be a top 200 player in the world, which would be a remarkable feat after 12 years off? Mm-hmm. I want I want to clarify him being a top 200 level player would be extraordinary given the time away from years. the sport. Yep. Yep. And I think that needs everybody's going to have completely unrealistic unfound like unrealistic everybody's going to be trying to get off a hot take that he's washed or whatever. You're not going to know what he is until you see him play for a year or maybe even two years if he keeps playing. And that's a big question. Is he going to keep playing? I don't think you think he's going to do play that long. I don't, I mean, we haven't even talked about like what, what happened to get him out of this insurance money induced retirement. The whole thing was weird. Like he walks on the range and Pat Perez is just like awkward. Like, hi, Hey bro. Like, like, cause most of these guys were on tour. Pat Perez would be one. And it seemed a little awkward. Like the whole thing just felt a little weird. Um, it just not as enthusiastic as I thought, or, or I would feel, or or other people would. Anyways, we'll see. I, it doesn't feel like a two-year run is in the offing, but all right, let's flip from live. Actually, let's do an ad rate for our friends at B Dratty. We just you got your everyday vest on. <laughs> Every day, Friday ends in Y. I've got my vest on. I've got my everyday vest on. I told you, no BS, wasn't planned. Had it ready to rock. You got a Proctor hoodie, the tried and true gray Proctor hoodie. We just talked about those in our pro shop. I'm pumped that we stock those. Like that, we have a choice a great, to stock that. Piece. And we like, we have worn it now for five, six years. Not the Proctor, but the Liam Polo, but the Proctor now two or three years. Like there's a reason we stock it because we love it. It's tried and true. Um, use the promo code SGS30. You get 30% off at bdratty.com. They have us locked and loaded for Ireland. We're very, very excited about that. Um, you know, they'll be, uh, we'll be having merch all through the year with them, you know, whether it's Masters or whatever it may be. We'll be going to uh, Augusta, you know, with the Dratty House again. They've been big supporters of ours. They've obviously, like, no BS, they've been a, they've been a key component to this podcast being able to flourish. Like, that's just a fact. We need, they've become friends of the program. They've become, you know, outside of the business arrangement and they've really allowed us to kind of grow as a podcast or at least get to places we want to get to, like going to the major championships. Um, and, you know, a lot of it comes from us kind of loving their product, enjoying their product, like, you know, putting our name on their product. Like we've really come to appreciate the process and thought that goes into their design. It's not you know, trying to just flood the zone with a billion different things and they just stamp up, stamp their name on it and go. Uh, they try to think about every item they release. And uh, yeah, we've really appreciated their partnership. You can go to bdratty.com, use the promo code SGS30. Uh, start stocking up. It's March. Start getting Liam. Liam Polo, maybe a Jack if you want extra sleeve. But that Pima Cotton is a good good time. For March, good oh, time spring, for that. Spring, spring, it's it's, it's, it's money. glorious. Money. All right, let's get on with it. We've done a little bit of a AK. The Honda. Hey, they castrated the Honda. They tour came. I made that bit about championship management division of the PGA Tour and how they kind of run a lot of events stinkily into the ground. Or you know, somebody was shouting at me about it. How they did Riviera kind of underwhelmingly a few years ago. They come in, they take over the Honda, they make it the cognizant. And then apparently the betters, the gambling community is furious, furious about what they did to the Honda. They made the bear trap into a mouse trap <laughs> and they, they took it soft. They took the rough all the way down. They widened some fairways. They moved some tees up. Um, apparently Smiley Kaufman says the, the, the grass around the, the fairway grass around the greens is longer. Um, it's not as tight. 
uh, just all the way through. Now, they didn't get wind on Thursday, which, you know, soft and no wind. But the betters. It's supposed to really blow tomorrow. But we're talking about like dramatic statistical improvements. Like, and it feels by design. The lowest scoring round, uh, scoring round by history, Justin Ray, according, according to Justin Ray in the event's history. They were like hitting fair greens and regulation at like, it went from average of the last three years at like 60 to 78% uh, today. People irate. The cut line was pushing up to like three, four under. People really mad. And apparently on the broadcast, I was watching it. They're like, well, you know, people, the players said it was too hard and they stopped coming and they don't want to have hard events with this week, Bay Hill and players championship three weeks in a row. You can't be getting punched in the face three weeks in a row. I would suggest that is absurd cover. Players stopped coming because they stacked it in between elevated, designated, gold standards. All WGC at one point was Mexico. That's why the Honda fell off. Ten years ago, this was quite honestly in a better place than Bay Hill. It had everybody, Tiger, Phil, everybody was coming to this in like that 2011 to 15 range. So it's not just, oh, we made it too hard, and that's why people aren't coming anymore. It's you you screwed it in the schedule. There's too many events. You screwed it in the schedule. That is the clear explanation. Now, is it as is it as comforting to say on the broadcast? That, you know, oh, it was too hard, so we need to just make it soft and no rough and easy and all that. No, that's why they talk. about. But it's just ridiculous to kowtow to the player. Like this again, my point, I didn't even know that they would that this was up going on at Honda. But my championship management point, like SSG puts this money in. Are these the people you want? curating the product at the elevated 18 event level or whatever it is. And I would say no, based on what we're seeing. You know who they should bring in? The USGA. Mike Davis. Just Tom O'Toole. Just bring somebody in that just jams the players. That's not even like, see, that's not even what I'm asking. I'm not asking for these players to be breaking clubs over their legs and everybody to be shooting 80. It's Seems just like weird. It. No, like not at all. Asking for not at all. This event had an identity. It was like what? It, like it had a real identity. We have to deal with these ads. What's more, what's of the more foreboding important? music and the bear statue and and you know these balls going in the water. They market it as being challenging and a mind bender. And honestly, I was like, oh, we, we got to soften it. I think you're right. When I think about the Honda Classic, I think about the bear trap. And I think about the unruly fans around the bear trap. Those are my two two takeaways. That's the uh, Gosling's section. They, they start <laughs> pouring the hard stuff around that, I think. And it just gets... Maybe that's it, why they softened it. It was there. It was too much with the with the hecklers, with the <laughs> with the sixty year old, you know, swamp dwelling uh, oh, hecklers. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a sloppy forty and over scene going on there. Oh, with Gosling's section. I like I don't I don't want every event to be hard, but that was sort of this one's identity, and it's weird to all of a sudden try and all, take all that I'm out gonna of say. All I'm gonna push back here. PGA Tour Championship Management for the betting be for the betting community. <laughs> uh oh, you know of which we are a part. There's this this world where a golf tournament can decide to change the way it's set up historically, and that's okay. Just because of your precious over-unders, your precious winning score bets. <laughs> you know what? If it's so important, then go on down to the tournament and check it out yourself. If you if you you know, if you're gonna be a true betting expert, then go go check out the tournament and provide on the ground feedback. I know that's expensive. That's why we don't cover every event on the ground is at the fr- at fried egg. But like the idea that this tournament, because of gamblers, cannot change no, the way they've not, decided no to set up that. the t- event. I just want to play a little devil's advocate here. Okay. I'm not saying mess with the identity, but That's the idea that they cannot change the golf course 
or change the way they want to set up the golf course, or maybe, maybe just maybe they're trying to get some people around early in the week because they got this problem that they never finished rounds ever. They didn't today. They didn't still didn't despite how easy it was. No wind. They don't finish the round today. So maybe it's a mixture of a bunch of things. I'm not. I'm not. Propo- I'm not a proponent of caving to players. I think people that have listened to this podcast long enough know that I am going to be the last person that listens to what a player thinks and say, "Okay, that's how I, how we have to think." You know, I just the motivation for it is ridiculous. We can't have three hard weeks in a row. We were losing players because they said it was too hard. No, you were losing players because they've got $20 million purses in the week before and after and all around it. That's yeah, why you lost a bunch. Because they, the, uh, they had the match play right around now, too. Yeah. You know what they, sucks? Not having what? the match play. Right. What I would have been down week? in Austin this uh, year yeah. for sure. Living my well, best life. All right, so that's my Honda Classic. Hopefully it blows and everything goes crazy. It's supposed Haywire to be windy again. tomorrow. I know, I know. But like Smiley Kaufman, the broadcast, everybody's saying like, look, they made a, they made a concerted effort to just tone it down, which is a like championship management coming in. Let's just make everything the player run product. And, you know, we just start to distinguish ourselves more and more from the competitions that continue to matter more or you the most, many, I would say. You know how entertainment many, uh, product. And we got the competition. That's the majors. Go ahead. Oh, Chris Crawford in this tournament. There you Isn't go. That, that's the guy that that uh, gets in the U.S. Open all the time, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know how many guys broke par today? How many? Take a guess. I'm going to say 75. 94. That's not my Honda Classic. Luckily, no. it's the Cognizant Classic now of the Palm Beaches. There you go. They t- there you go. Change the name. They're changing the identity with the name change. I love you popping. You know you what? You pop the gamblers. The, I pop the, the PGA Tour. Here's the tour. other thing. Let's here's the everybody. other thing. PGA National sucks. <laughs> well, that's what was I'm it, saying. Was it entertaining to watch? guys like shoot even par but it wasn't equitable it wasn't like any skill was being rewarded it was a well, complete crapshoot <laughs> it was just it was the most unpredictable tournament it it just it's a shitty golf course okay well is it now no it's not any better at least you had something moderately we don't know. entertaining it might be better it might be better if uh, we get if we get two top names dueling down the stretch instead of two no names like it usually produces then i'll be happy we're just not gonna watch this for the golf course or the field so at least make it entertaining make it an ass kicker man keep its identity something <laughs> the golf course sucks this might make it better, but you don't know if it makes it better if you don't try it. So there's, right, there's my, I'm fine with them trying something new. We're also selling short how good this field was like 10 years ago when Rory was winning it and Tiger was contending like this. Well, it's again, not that was a schedule problem, right? Like you alluded right. to, right? The All golf right. course sucked then. I did like they went to the reverse TPC Summerlin model. Not 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 the TPC Craig Ranch Summerlin model. They went the reverse and changed a par four to a par five. So they went the other way on that. Wait, reverse did they change TPCs. ten? Yeah, I think that's right. Oh, yeah, that hole is conf- so hard. I guess six. There's been a lot of hollering about six, and then ten went from a four to a five. So they went the reverse of the 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 Summerlin tried and true Summerlin Craig Ranch model. <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> Scores are I, too high. What do we I do? Think I Make this Gary, five of four. I asked Gary Young when he was on Friday Egg Pod if they ever considered going like getting crazy and going to like a par 68. He looked at me like I was like three yeah. heads or something. Yeah, God, he was he was right? he was wonderful. He was a wonderful member of the championship management staff that you have been hollering about no great, he does everything delightful, delightful does everything. guy delightful guy you're just on here you're you're trying to you're trying to get no. them all fired that's what you're trying no, to do that's not true at all <laughs> that's not true i'd say some outside consultants mckinsey and company somebody like that i'm kidding need to come in 
We need to look at the hit rate of the championship management events over the years and try to think about what's going on here. You know who said they should bring in? Joey Crawford. What? Chris's dad? Why? Just have him, you know, have him talk. He didn't put up with any shit from players. They need to get some some NBA refs in there. I think so. He's not with doing NBA. NBA Joey Fingers? Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know that. I know that much. Like Ed Hockley. Um, you know, the, the PGA Tour needs some guys like Hockley. <laughs> some physical intimidation so the players don't, you know. Uh, all right. We'll get to, we got more whip around. The communication issues continuing. Fields are going up from 156. The sponsors exemptions, they were told KFT guys were told they were going in order. They Bradley didn't. did a they great little, little well, thing let's, on let's, that. Let's keep that arrow in our quiver. I mean, Bradley, yeah, read his article. Like, it just doesn't... I'll give this... The models have been working. But it's sort of... It's a little crack in some of the modeling. That they're all of a sudden, oh, shit. These guys aren't playing. We need to go to 156 players in the middle of the season. Like, really quickly, hastily changing. I think what so. they didn't anticipate was how much the top players Euros. are are playing more because they, without a doubt, unquestionably do not want to lose their spot in the top 50. Yeah. So all the top guys are playing way more so far early in the year. Right. Right. Um, last but not least, whip Which around. makes sense. I mean, you know, some of these guys got to get on their horse. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, last but not least, whip around. We'll talk more about this, but the PIF, uh, or I'm sorry, live in the the PGL are in a legal battle now. They're apparently a multi million dollar, maybe billion dollar lawsuit about stealing intellectual property. Of course, we know Andy Gardner with the PGL um, had a lot of these ideas or, or kernels of ideas. Uh, gets a lot of credit for it. Um, I don't know how close to the finish line he really was, but they're now in a battle. This was a Times of London report. They're at, they're at war, uh, or at least a legal war. So uh, we know the Saudis kind of ripped and ran with the concept. They had the money, and they went and did it. Uh, see, it would seem to remove the, the recent sort of background chatter that Gardner was still hoping to kind of become like a third way that brings both. This is where both tours come to play together kind of thing. That would seem to be off the table, given that there's now a lawsuit um, of, of sorts between two of the parties. So he seems to be out as completely there was, I don't know if it was a hail Mary, but there was backroom rumors that he was trying to come back and get like become this third way that melds the two tours and and another option. So, uh, yeah, that's going on there. I feel like we're going to have Andy Gardner rumors for the next 20 years. He's going to become the new AK. I feel bad for him in a way. I do. But also there's like a lot of deification about, yeah, you got to feel bad for him. You have to feel bad for him. He got kind of left in the dust on everything. So, um, I think that does it. Do we want to do a golf advice or let's just get out of here? It's the first of the month. Do you want to do a golf advice, Andy? I got one short one here. Okay, do, do it. Do it. Let's see. Let me pull it up. I wasn't ready here for this. It's uh, sgsgolfadvice at gmail.com. That's correct. And now. Um, all right, you want me to give we... you a moral quandary? I, I got it here. Okay. 34, in a relationship, absolutely zero interest in fighting. Grew up catting as a youngster, and I wish I still could today. I, I think about that, too. Life was yeah. so simple then. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I agree. No responsibility. Yep. Yep. A bad day was the day that you sat in the shack till 2 p.m., and then you got your late, late afternoon couples loop that didn't pay well. It's just a simple, yeah. No pressure. No no stresses, right? You know? One loop, I had a walking foursome in early August, close to 100 degrees. I love that he's going way back for this golf advice. <laughs> Humid and rough was up, slash fresh, freshly mown. So it was thick, rough, but it was also freshly mown. 
was caring for an eight handicap and a 16 handicap. The 16 handicap started spraying the ball off the first uh, few holes with the heavy rough. You had to step on the ball in order to find it. We get to the, we get to the eighth hole when the 16 handicap sprays another one offline into heavy rough yet again. The eight handicap proceeds to yell, I'm done looking for your ball. Hit it straight or get off the course. It's hot out. And I'm sick that. of walking in the heavy rough, looking Caddy over grass clippings for your ball. Having both bags, I was torn the, uh, and spent the rest of the round giving the 16 handicap a few clubs each time and wishing him luck. <laughs> the 16 handicap has since dropped down to 13 and has since joined a top 100 course advice Ooh. when does the rest of the group give in and give up looking for errant tee shots to keep pace of play moving i this is the context of a hundred degree day and humid adds to it right i mean what happened with the clippings what's going on there there's just <laughs> poofs everywhere poofs of clippings you can't find like anything st- stick into your leg <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> i think you can i think i think you could set like a quota of like t- uh, three holes in a row or like f- five or six total and then after that, you're allowed to say, nope, I'm done. You can either quit or just go along without my help. What's the quota? What's the line here? What's the the the, the Mendoza line here? Of, Listen, of- I think the guy that's, that's spraying them, I, I, I get the most uncomfortable when people are helping me look for a ball and I feel like I'm inconveniencing totally. the group. And I can yes. only imagine that there's a lot of you know, anxiety that it causes golfers and it just leads you playing worse. Meanwhile, you're a low handicapper. Think about us. Think about the <laughs> the bad golfers who do end up spraying it more often. It's I hate looking for golf balls. It is it's awful. It's honestly, the worst part of golf is looking for golf balls. I, I believe that the the two worst things in golf are, are waiting and looking for balls. We need Would you a, agree we, with that? Yeah, we need some enterprising individual at the PGA show to figure you know out a need? solution to this. What? We need less thick rough, which is why I commend the Honda for trying to set a good example. That's exactly what. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the, they're worried about you know. Lanto they're trying Griffin. to grow the game. They're, they're worried about Lanto Grip and yelling at him. Listen, they're trying to grow the game. That's uh-huh. the, the 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 call for the for all the gamblers. We're growing the game. Think about all the what's, fan interest in gambling. What's they're the, just what's trying the to grow the game by not National having people. Cost? What's the tea time at PGA National? I think cost? it's like three hundred bucks. It's something crazy. Just launch a bunch of. You don't have to look for it when it's in the middle of the lake half the time. So that's good, I guess. I, my buddy, a buddy I've played a lot of golf with, he got like the driver yips in his early 20s. He was a good player. And he got the the driver yips. And and eventually, I mean, we called it like we stopped playing certain golf courses because he would find the like, hey, you know, the we called it gorse hunting. We yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we just spend We'd spend yep. the entire day in the in the, like the knee high grass looking for his golf balls. So we eventually just like axed out golf courses that could present these problems. Sure. So maybe that's a consideration. Yeah, just pick the right right time and place. Suitable. I like your idea though of like three. Like three in a row. If I have to do it like three in a row is a lot. You're like, oh it just totally stifles anything i'd say three in a row or like five total that makes sense i mean you're gonna get a part three hopefully that breaks it up i don't know that that would be my quota though all right i think that does it this friday episode first of the month uh sgs golf advice at gmail.com sgs 30 at bdraddy.com uh ireland.com slash golf 
We're all loaded up. Pro Shop is stocked with our the basics, quote unquote. We're very happy uh, as March starts. Ready to roll, man. We're we're gonna be heading to Ireland. Duffel bag boys. <laughs> the Hudson Sutler duffel bag boys. <laughs> Give them a shout. We're very excited about those. I'm very it's on your playlist now. So all right. We'll talk to you on Monday. Everyone enjoy your Honda, your defamed mousetrap Honda. We'll talk think to about, you. Or think about what they're doing to grow the game at the Honda with that short rough and nobody looking for golf balls. And four hundred dollar greens of, fee. Think about what they're doing for the volunteers. They're making the volunteers' life easier. Enjoy your weekends, people. We'll talk to you on Monday.